Welcome to Rainbow Valley, where imagining comes true. Where you can touch a rainbow and make a wish or two. This land lies east of the river and west of the sea, south of wonder and magic and just north of free. Welcome to Touch a Rainbow. I'm your host, Andy Phillips. It's time for us to continue on our journey to touch rainbows in order to help us rediscover those better angels. Do you have a niche that you need to bring to life? Does it need visuals? Does it need to be heard by telling a story to the world? Does your niche require strategizing? Or does it just need a voice to help it come to life? Visit anichintime.com and tell me your niche, and I can help you create it through graphics design, podcast production, voice work, or niche strategizing. Let's talk about it today. A Niche in Time production sponsors this podcast. Last time, I shared about that spool of string I wanted to hold on to that keeps my wife and, and I connected to our daughters. And our grandchildren. I'll share with you that we we just have the wonderful privilege of being able to interact in their lives on an almost daily basis. And how difficult it is to know when to give that string some slack or when to tighten it or even when it's time to hand it off. Remember, we talked about that last time. Well, knowing the answers to those tough questions and issues is what sometimes I know it does me. It just drives us stupid as parents and as teachers and even grandparents. You know, those what are they really thinking? How do they really feel sort of questions? What's real? What isn't? When to talk? When to say nothing? Just to listen? When to let them fall? When to catch them? And just how do we allow ourselves to figure out how to walk in their shoes. We walked in those same kind of shoes when we were younger, but remembering what those shoes felt like on our feet is just not something we can readily bring back, is it? Knowing and understand, understanding these whens and whats and hows just isn't easy. You know as well as I that our tendency often is to assume and presume, a tendency that can be pretty impactful uh, and more than we like to admit, often wrong. And I've got a story about just that very thing. It's, and it's about Charlie Tickle and the new kid. Charlie Tickle looked out the window. A new kid was playing next door. My name is Charlie. Do you want to play? Ha, the new kid said. My name is Mo. Is there anything fun to do in this town? Bicycle racing, Charlie said. I like it, Mo said. Charlie did a ball cap backwards flip. Mo put on a safety helmet. Charlie rubbed spit in both hands. Mo 
put on elbow and knee pads. I don't want you to feel bad when I win, Charlie said. We'll see, Mo said. One, two, three, go, Charlie shouted. Womp! Do you need some ice on that? Mo asked. I forgot there was a street sign right there, Charlie said. Oh, what's next? Mo asked. Climbing trees, Charlie said. Sounds fun, Mo said. I could climb this tree with my eyes closed, Charlie said. Snap! Yowie! Do you need some ice on that? Mo said. I hate that tree, Charlie said. What's next? Mo asked. Baseball, Charlie said. Good game, Mo said. You pitch first, Charlie said. But you'd better watch out. Hitting is what I do best. Mo threw the first pitch. Whiff! Mo threw the second pitch. Whiff! Mo threw the third pitch. Whiff! Well, pitching is what I really do best, Charlie said. Charlie threw the first pitch. Bam! Charlie threw the second pitch. Bop! Charlie threw the third pitch. Boom! What's next? Mo said. I've had enough fun today, Charlie said. You're too good at everything. Thanks, Mo said. You're good, too. I was just lucky. See ya. See ya. Did you and your new friend have a good time today? Charlie's mom asked. Yeah, Charlie said. Mo can do anything. I'm glad, she said. I invited Mo's family for dinner. The doorbell rang. They're here, Charlie shouted. But a kid Charlie didn't recognize stood at the front door. Where's Mo? Charlie asked. Right here, Charlie, said the kid. You're Mo? That's my nickname. It's short for Emma Jean. Charlie's my nickname. My name is Charles, Charlie said. I had fun today, said Emma Jean. <sighs> Me too, said Charles. High five, Charlie. High five, Mo. And they did a low five, too. <laughs> so, that story tells us that sometimes a bit more information can make all the difference. You know, like you, I'm sure it can be a bit scary knowing you have another human being's life in your hands. It has been for me. Knowing I'm a parent, was a teacher, a principal, now a grandfather. Well, my, my grandkids call me Poppy. You can't get it right all the time. You just can't. And that can be a frightening thing.
A thunderstorm is magic, or so it seems to me. Don't cover your head or close your eyes. It's so beautiful to see. Those thunderstorms don't have to paralyze us. But I know, and you know, more likely than not, it's kind of like the paralyzing anticipation that happens in that scene in the horror movie right before the monster appears. Some monsters are ugly. I'm not pretty. Some monsters are mean. Mm. Monsters can be scary and even make you scream. Some monsters are big. I'm big. Some monsters are small. Uh-huh. Monsters can be just about any size at all. Some of the things, or the monsters, that scare us the most are often some of the most wondrous things about our children. They create, but some of it is often unimaginable. They're often unpredictable. How many times have you just been aghast at something you just saw them do or heard them say? They feel deeply, which means they can love us or hate us almost in the same breath. Sometimes they just make absolutely no sense in what they say or what they do, but it makes sense to them. Sometimes they'll pretend like they don't need us because they think they can do whatever it is they wanted to do themselves. And sometimes they can. It's knowing the difference that makes it so hard for them and for us. Sometimes that let them go and do it monster can be scariest of all for us. That first day of kindergarten, move-in day, freshman year at college. You, you know those kind of days. Those times when you have to give out some slack in that kite string. You get the picture. They're human. They forget what it was we just told them not to forget. They love, they get angry and feel like they hate, they hit, they shut us out. They make friends, they lose friends, they think they're bulletproof. Despite all of that, their parades will get rained on. Rainy days, drizzly, dripping, water seeping, dropping, flowing from the end of the gutter. Right outside their window. Rainy days, rainy days, rainy days. Right outside their window, right before their eyes. We can't stop the rain, but we can provide them with an umbrella, some rubber boots, maybe a poncho. And that umbrella and boots and poncho may be just the words 
I know, or tell me about it, or sounds like that was pretty tough, or, well, you know what I mean, just reflecting that what they're feeling about something or that the tough time they're going through is real to them. And one of our biggest monsters to face is that one where we always try our darndest to get them to talk to us. I'll end today with one of Jake's letters to Gammy Gat about that listening dynamic thing. Dear Gammy Gat, I have this other friend. He's in another class. I met him on the playground. His teacher yells a lot. Miss Murray yells, too. Sometimes she yells with her eyes. He said his teacher yells most of the time at these other kids. You know, the ones in that bad group I told you about earlier. Mama and Daddy yell at us sometimes. I yell at Lisa and Beth all the time. They yell at me, too. Daddy yells at PJ sometimes. My friend Randy says his mom and dad yell at each other and add him a whole bunch. I think it's hard to listen when somebody's yelling. Jake. P.S. I love you, Gammy Gat. Remember, for somebody to want to talk, there has to be someone who really wants to listen. Thanks again for joining me on that journey to touch rainbows. See you next time. And always remember, there's a little bit of magic inside every child I know. Somewhere inside you'll find a magic rainbow. There's a little bit of magic inside every child I say. A rainbow full of color they can touch every day. It helps them when they're lonely. It helps them as they grow. There really is a rainbow inside every child I know. There's a little bit of magic inside all of you I know. Just believe in yourself and in that magic rainbow. There's a little bit of magic inside all of you, I say. Believing in yourself is the touch a rainbow way. It helps us do the best we can. It helps to see us through. I know there's a rainbow inside every one of you. So touch that magic rainbow, it's so simple, can't you see? To help all the children learn and grow and be the best that 